We want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. And honestly, right now is still a great time to book a Walt Disney World vacation or a Disney Cruise Line or any other type of vacation because you're going to need it. She does all the work. She has saved us tons of money on numerous vacations. We love working with Michelle. You will too. Her email is in the show notes. So let her know that you're ready for a vacation. Now on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney. And Doug, before we even get into anything, I think we need to start off with some sad news. Uh, with everything that's going on, our June trip just doesn't look like it's going to happen. No, so we're just going to pull the plug on it now. Oh. So, rope drop trip. We, I know 20- we had so many of you guys uh, wanting to come out with us. A few of you already are booked. We had dining reservations. We had fast passes. Uh, Doug, we've been playing this. Fast passes, no, we, we should have known then that That's something was I up. That's when I started to really doubt when there was no fast passes available at the 60-day mark. It was like, ah, oh, that's weird. So... Yes, we will figure out another date and time. It will happen oh. again, and we want you guys to be there with us when it does. And maybe on a Patreon episode, we'll have a discussion about when that when? will be. Ooh, I like it. We'll brainstorm. We'll brainstorm. I know when it will be. It will be when Patreon. the parks are reopened, Doug. Yes. Shanghai yes. is open. gives us hope that hope. the rest of the parks will be opening rebellions uh oh this isn't the star wars show is it that, no, was, that last, was last week the rebellions are built, are built on, on hope this i get that rebellion. reference no this nothing is nothing to do with rebellion do not rebel a scarier episode doug a little teaser for you uh, uh yes. might keep you up at night and as most rope drop listeners know i don't handle scary things well kent so, i know you're cool. listening we are going to drag Doug to Halloween Horror Nights. Maybe not this year because it sounds like they're 50-50 on that, but next year. Doug, you mm. may have saved yourself this year because of everything that's going on, but we will, and Kent's a big guy. He'll drag you to it. So it's going to take a pandemic to keep me from going to Halloween Horror Nights, you're saying? Pretty much. Mm, okay. I'll remember that. So, Rope Drop Trip TBA. Yep. All we'll right. about that. Well, speaking it's not of our, canceled, it's not canceled. we will do this. We've done a couple before. We will do another. We will go again, Doug. Yes, we will. So uh, in the Patreon area, we do have a new patron, Kristen uh, Lang, I believe it is. And uh, she is in the churro level. Churro level. There you go. Yes. So we have uh, all sorts of fun Disney snacks. So even if you're not a patron, go check those out on our site and we want to thank all of our Patreons for supporting Rope Drop Radio uh, so that one day we will be able to go on a trip with our patrons. And, Actually, Doug, and our, we just did a fun little talk to our Patreons the other day. We did. We did a Zoom. That's not one of the things that's listed in the categories, but we thought we'd try it out. And I think it was fun for the people that great. turned in. We had yeah. a lot of people show up and it was really fun getting to talk to you guys and do. We did a lightning round with our Patreons. So we got to hear yes. their uh, decisions. Pretty cool. And they get to weigh it like, well, do this bonus show where we actually we're just literally going to talk about when our show or our trip is going to be for the first time when we record this. We haven't discussed future plans yet, so it will be interesting and they'll have a chance to weigh in on there. So there you go. Patreon. Check it out. Apple podcast review time, Derek. Yes. Yes, it is. All right. 
Here's a review called Bringing the Magic by Tinker Deb. So a name I can pronounce. I like it. It's, it's better than random numbers and letters. All right. Anyone can put out a Disney podcast, but only a handful are worth listening to. Rope Drop Radio is the Disney podcast you should be listening to every week, even after being around for three years. <coughs> four. Um, they still manage to come up with fresh ideas for shows. Thanks for bringing the magic every week, guys. We're almost to four. We're almost. Yep, to we're four. almost there. Actually, uh, are we at four, Doug? Um, we are somewhere uh, right now. Week? This, yeah, this right this around week? now. Oh my is gosh, when we did. We have to. We have lost track of time. I don't Derek. even know what day of the week it is with this pandemic going on. I, I have not taken a day off work-wise in a month, so everything's just bleeding together. My kids aren't even in school, Doug. I was told today by one of my kids it was their last day of school. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, we had that right. last week. I was like, yeah. well, yay, celebration. I You, you yeah. graduated, okay. I think. I don't know. So there you go. Apple review that's great thank you for leaving it It means a lot to us it helps other people find the show and that's a very nice one there are a lot of disney podcasts out there but only a handful worth listening to not wrong tinker deb not wrong yes thank you well to keep it fresh and entertaining even though the parks are not open we have been kind of doing some very unique shows if you've missed some go back and check them out but this one yeah. yeah, different's a good one. I like what we got coming today, Doug. I, we should have saved this maybe for October, but I mm-hmm. think with everything that's going on, it's a little fun to discuss. Uh, Doug, have you ever been at Walt Disney World and felt a chill maybe? Thought someone else was there when they weren't? I mean, a chill, like the first time you see the castle when you come around the corner. Oh, no, that Doug. No, I mean, like when happily ever someone's after there. No? Someone's in the no. parks, but they're not there. No, I, I, no. My children are always touching me, so I'd never know That's if true. a Good ghost point. was touching me. So Yes, ghosts. And uh, I've had fun uh, looking on YouTube and other things, and you see them pop up, you know, haunted Disneyland, haunted Disney World stuff. So this stuff fascinates me. And more Derek's category here. It is more, because Doug yeah, will stay up all night after this podcast. Mm-hmm. But uh, just with that, we have some special authors on this week's episode. So we welcome to Rope Drop Radio, the Frightening Floyds, Jacob and Jenny. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having us on. Well, thank you guys. Well, let's first start off, before we even get into the book, let's discuss some of your Disney background. I've pretty much been to Disney since I was three years old. My parents and I used to collect old Disney antiques. So I was the kind of like the only kid that had a Mickey Mouse collectibles, I guess you could say. And I just grew from that. Like, I've always been a Disney kid, I guess you could say. Yeah, and then, um, of course, as a child, I liked certain Disney movies. Um, and I never, I didn't go to Disney World the first time until I was with Jenny. We went uh, our first year together. We went in 2008, and uh, we went to Magic Kingdom for it was around my birthday. And I thought, wow, this is a really cool place. And then we've been back several times since, and um, it's always an enjoyable experience. So she got you hooked on the old Disney bug, but Jenny, you grew up doing the Disney thing. Cool, very cool. And what when you say antiques, like? What type of things in particular, like old maps, plates, spoons? There's so many different things. Anything in particular? 
toys like uh mickey mouse collectibles i remember my dad had this really cool it was like a it was made out of paper it was like a circus pit thing i remember i was like oh, i want to play with it so bad but i couldn't because it was antique but you know i had my little mermaid stuff so that made up for it <laughs> the stuff i could play with <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. So the book is titled Be Our Ghost. Love the title. uh, Yeah. Be Our Ghost. I like it. And uh, so how did you guys decide to do a book about ghosts in Disney? There's actually a cast member. um, We made conversations when we were down there by the Haunted Mansion. And they were telling us about the stories. And we just kind of like. It was like a light bulb went off in my head. Yeah, they was telling us about a, a child, the the ghost of the boy who's supposed to haunt there that the where the ashes were spread, and then um, then we heard a story about the uh, the man with the cane and the hat. We thought, well, we got to write this book. This is really cool. This is it's cause... like bringing my magic into Disney's magic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After you know, after we'd already put out a few other ghost books, we thought, well, we got to do the Disney book. Why? You know why? Why would we not? You know, we have to. So, I guess background-wise for everybody, um, you guys do ghost tours, that sort of thing. Tell people kind of a little bit of it, your non-Disney background, too, real quick. Okay, yeah, the, um, the ghost tours, were, uh, we started those in 2016. The first one was the Shepherdsville History and Haunts Tour. Um, that's a small town south of Louisville. Um, that's actually my uh, ancestor's settled that town and jenny grew up living down there for many years we got to hearing about some of the ghost stories and the history and we decided hey let's let's do a tour around here then we were doing research for um, our first book louisville strange and unusual haunts and we got some we got we ended up getting several stories uh, from east market street which is the east market district and they now call it nulu um, so he's like, hey, we're going to do another tour down here. But um, since then, we've had to cancel them because there's some because due to some physical issues, I can't make the walk anymore. But we think we've found a way to bring back the Shepherdsville tour, you know, so that I can get around having to walk an hour and a half. So, <laughs> Doug, have you ever been on a ghost ghost tour? No, Derek. Is that uh, really a I, question I, you I needed was, to ask? I just wanted our listeners Rhetorical? to. Uh, yes, a little bit. Uh, I love them. I've been on a few. Went one in Williamsburg, Virginia. It's phenomenal. So, listeners, whenever all this pandemic is over, wherever you're at, take a ghost tour of your hometown. There are also great ways to see like the town, places you visit. Like usually, they but I wouldn't know. We supposedly have some great ghost museum here in my town. I haven't been. But like I know people come from all around to go to it. No idea what's in it. Don't want to know. I know there's several <laughs> things in Plattsmouth that are haunted. I don't care though. I'm good. All right. I'm good. Well, let's okay. let's I'll get back, back to the book. Get back on track. And uh, <laughs> let's talk about the research. What goes into learning more about the ghosts and all of the other haunts at Disney? It started like we said, it started with talking to the cast members. And that's always, you know, interesting. But then, of course, when we do these books, there's a lot of online research. And you have to be real careful doing online research because there's so much out there. You have to make sure to cross-reference a lot of things. Um, then we would, you know, perusing other sources, such as books um, that already have been done about it. Uh, there's not very many of them. 
um, and with also like YouTube videos and, and other things. So to, and then when you find all that stuff, you got to make sure that like it's out there elsewhere. Like it's not just one person's story. Cause then you start to question, well, if only one person has a story to tell, where did it come from? You know? And then when we went back down there, we started talking to more people about it and asking if they'd heard of this and they would tell us, Oh, we don't know about that story, but we heard about this one. So it's just a whole lot of, <laughs> it's just a whole lot of reference checking and, and searching online and searching libraries sort of thing, talking to people. So was there a whole trip devoted to just looking for ghosts at Disney World? Well, actually, yeah, last year um, we went in January and we went for a few days and we did, that was pretty much what we did. And we did a lot of it. We had gone in, what was it, August before mm-hmm. that? And that was a lot of that too. Like there was a lot of asking about ghosts, but the, January trip was pretty much just dedicated to that. Of course, we always found ways to have fun at Disney regardless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the work trips are easy to turn into fun, I believe. Yeah. No, nope, our easy. trips are all work, Doug. No fun. Yes, yes. For our wives who are listening right work. now. We record like seven, eight, nine shows. Yep. We, we pa- meet with Patreons, all, all the stuff, yes. Uh, and we look for fun. ghosts sometimes, right? No we, no, we have not. We were going to do this I mean, now. I look like a ghost after Space Mountain. That's true. You do. <laughs> so let's talk about some of the stories that you've heard. You don't want to spoil the whole book, but maybe give your top uh, one or two stories that might intrigue our listeners to want to pick up a copy. Well, one story that we really enjoyed is the Good Morning George story. Oh, I love it. Um it's about George. There's supposed to be a ghost, and I'm not going to go into like you know deep detail about it. Uh, but there's supposed to be a ghost there on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride in Walt Disney World, and his name's George. And the cast members and supposed to be the people who are there when it opens in the morning are supposed to say good morning, George. Um, and at night they're supposed to say good night, George. And the funny funny part about that is I didn't say it one day when when we went there and at to Magic Kingdom, and that whole day. There, every most every ride we were on was having issues, and that's the thing. If you don't say good morning to George, there's supposed to be ride issues, and I didn't say good morning to him, and we had issues all day. So <laughs> that's coincidence. I I hope so, but uh, that was one of our favorite stories, and of course the haunted mansion because we love the haunted mansion. I mentioned that one earlier. The man with the cane and hat and the crying boy. It just seems fitting that the haunted mansion ride is supposed to be haunted for real <laughs> seems too convenient to me just, yeah well they're always haunted asking for haunted. one more ghost they you know. are someone's eventually going to take them up on that offer it, uh, right. in, any stories about any ghosts haunting the dole whip stand <laughs> no but uh it might Perfect. be us we <laughs> one day when we're when we're when we're no longer in this world we might be haunting the dole whip stand as long as i'm <laughs> safe at the dole whip yeah. Jenny, Jenny, do you have a different favorite story from the book? George is my favorite because that whole day the rides were breaking down. Like I was like, why didn't you say good morning to him? <laughs> did you say good morning to him? Yeah, I actually did. I said it out oh, loud. So, I'm see if this is true. I said, so it's just Jacob's fault. <laughs> See, it's a good thing I didn't say. We put the story to test and we found out that the story must be true. <laughs> So, take a note, listeners. Good morning, George, when you get on the Haunted Mansion. No, Pirates. Sorry, Pirates. Pirates. Yep. 
So, uh, what? Anyone? Another one that you guys have? Uh, I know. Uh, you talked about. We don't want to talk about deaths at the park, but you did talk about stray cats at, at mm, Disneyland. Yeah. I think that's pretty fascinating because people don't realize uh, that Disneyland is pretty much overrun with cats at night. Yes, that was. That's actually the. <laughs> that was actually the most surprising thing that to me and to her we learned about when we were <laughs> researching. We were like, did you know that there's Disneyland has a bunch of feral cats and they that all started when they just went in there to that castle and they found just all these cats hanging out and they were overrun with mice. So they thought, well, let's just put these cats to work. And it's interesting because a lot of the times they won't even come out and, and, and deal with people there. So I thought that was interesting. And we liked putting those little extra non paranormal moments in the book too. Yeah, that's what I liked about the book. I, I've read three-fourths of it. I wish I would have finished tonight, but work got in the way. Um, and I like that because it's got a wide range of not just the scary things that Doug won't sleep, but more the interesting mm-hmm. and the stories behind things as well. Right, because that's all part of the fun of doing the paranormal research. And it's like what I what I would say on our tours, uh, what we would like, you know, one, it's good to put a personal touch in there, but two, it's also good to hear the history of places and the the funny little legends and to compare legends and there's more to it than just ghost stories it's it's because you know that's part of even people who don't believe in ghosts necessarily still like this stuff because of the things you learn and the legends you hear i think disney is missing out on uh an extra tour so i've done a disney tour doug's done tours they could have a ghost tour at night doug maybe uh yeah. After even uh, one of the Halloween things, something. Ooh. be great. A late night ghost tour and the. <laughs> you don't Maybe even the get to, Yeah, you don't yeah. even get to ride any attractions. You just walk around when it's dark and by lantern. That'd be phenomenal. Disney, I know you were listening to this, so there's your idea to help make some mm-hmm. revenue back during this time. There you go. Yeah, I'm scared already. I would not do that. I love ghost stories. Yep. I thought. There was a chapter about the people mover. Now that kind of surprised me. Anybody would haunt the people mover. What was that story about? Well, that was that was based. That was kind of a that was kind of one of the more to me disturbing stories that we found out about someone trying to uh, cross between cars and the people mover, and they they became uh, you know they were met with an accident that ended their life, uh, but. The ghost hangs around the area, and I think that's the <laughs> he likes to pester the the patrons and likes to bug the the female patrons and all that. And um, well, you know, I think the thing about the people mover that might attract someone, you know, for us, you know, it's a good cool down ride when you're walking mm-hmm. through the park on a hot day and you're worn out and you know, and then you're like, it's oh, just it's, relaxing. yeah, it's just go sit on the people mover and get a nice breeze, you know. So. Um, but I guess these particular individuals decided they wanted to play on it, and then it kind of ended up badly. Did not go so well. Yeah, see, I I like the people mover. I'm not too afraid to ride the people mover again, though, Darren. Well, it's pretty much not dangerous. You pretty much got to make it dangerous yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's, I guess that's a sad thing. People aren't paying attention. I mean, you get excited when you're at Disney. You know? can't blame people, right, for wanting to have fun and then just – Bad accidents happen, you know, it's just something that happens. I'm still riding the people mover. I'm not too scared right. of any attraction right. yeah. yet. Same here. We don't, we don't turn that one down. We have a people mover chart. 
So my, I asked my kids if they had any questions about ghosts at Disney. Now, Grant, they had not read a word of the book, which is unusual. Usually I outsource my reading to my daughter, and she did not do that for me this time because she was too busy reading a book by an astronaut. So I was like, okay, whatever. And uh, so multiple kids separate from each other asked, where does Walt haunt? They're pretty confident Walt is somewhere. Is that addressed in the book? Is there anything about Walt? Yes, there is. Um, we included a chapter about where Walt Disney allegedly haunts, um, and it was kind of a um, – we already had that information from a previous book called Haunts of Hollywood Stars and Starlets that we wrote, and Walt Disney was in that one. And um, we were like, well, we got you know, to put him in this one too. Um, so, yeah, there's, a, there's a one particular – legend where you know they're obviously pretty sure it's walt and then then there's another one they only speculate it could be walt but uh they don't know for sure so yeah i mean you gotta think that's his baby right he'd be there yeah roy just haunts the ball the the boardroom when they're talking about money that makes sense yeah yeah would do that oh you're spending money again and then the (laughs) cold chills yeah there's a lot of cold chills probably then yeah all right. Well, anything else you guys want to tell us, uh, tell our listeners about the book that might make them want to pick it up? And then also let us know where we uh, can find it. Uh, well, you can find it right now on Amazon. It's available in uh, Kindle and um, it's also available in paperback. Um, I do believe you can find it at the Barnes and Noble website. Uh, it should be on there. And, uh, uh, it's just uh, if you like, it's like if you like Disney, it's a fun book to read. If you like, none of the ghost stories are particularly frightening. It's just like uh, interesting tales, and um, we really enjoyed writing it. And if you're missing Disney, because we got a gallery in the back of some of our own pictures, and we wanted to put that in there too for a lot of the people that have supported our previous work, and we just were kind of like, you know, thank you for doing all this this is personal moments for us that meant a lot and we wanted to share that with them and the readers and um you know because we like when people tell us their ghost stories too you said if you are missing disney i think every single person listening to this is missing disney yes right we are actually going to go in september now hopefully 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 yeah hopefully it'll just be warm just warm. Yep. It'll be good. Yeah. yeah. It'll all be good by then. So, uh, well, one more question. What was the most surprising thing that you learned while writing the book? Either about the the spirits at Disney or maybe about, like, Disney itself or your, yourselves while doing the research? For me, it was so many ghosts that were at Disney. I was hoping to get a lot more because you know, how long Disney World's been open. But um, I was hoping to get um, a lot more of the other parks out of the country, but I would I just thought there would be a lot more ghost stories. But we got what we got, and so... And it was fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So lack it. of ghosts. I was kind of surprised. Well, I mean, they though. probably need an annual pass to haunt there, and who knows how much that costs in the afterlife. <laughs> the- Right, yeah. he's got to get theirs. That's yeah, Roy. They, yeah, that's, yeah, that's where the he's ghost at. of Roy is checking in on those ghosts. I get it. 
All right. Well, I think we're ready for the lightning the round. The lightning round. All right, guys. Are you ready for the lightning round? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, this is where you each answer with uh, your favorite Disney, Pixar, Star Wars, Marvel, whatever under the Disney umbrella that you need to to answer this. And uh, we go pretty quick. Sometimes you have to explain your answers, though. If they're, you know, off the beaten path, we'll look at you like you're crazy. But we do keep score. There are winners and losers, so good luck. All right, here we go. Favorite Disney movie? Robin Hood. All right. We've, we've gotten Robin Hood before. Yep. Oh, yeah, it's yes. great. I watched Last... one of those movies tonight. You're not going to say which one? You're just going to tease that? Little Mermaid was on for my kids, so I, I got a couple. Got a, yeah. You got all the redheads, so yep. you got to watch Little Mermaid. Do they watch Brave, Derek? No. My wife loves Do they loves know Brave. there's redheads in Brave? Yes, uh, they... it's a whole thing. We could do a whole podcast on this, so uh, let's okay. keep going right, with the lightning on. round. It's yep. a lightning round. All right, favorite Disney character? Blue. Maleficent. Ooh, good. Wow, that's that's two different directions there. All right. <laughs> Opposites attract, obviously. All right, favorite Disney villain. And the funny story about that is oh. our very first cat we got is named Baloo, and the most recent one we got is named Maleficent. <laughs> oh, well, you're true to brand then. All right, yeah. favorite Disney villain. Uh, Dr. Facilier. Ursula. So Maleficent's not your favorite villain, but she is the favorite character. Just to clarify. Are you just mixing it up with Ursula? Well, I guess she was like my first villain. That thought was really cool. Okay. She's misunderstood, maybe. All right. (laughs) Favorite Disney song? Prince John, the phony king of England. Or Unfortunate Souls. (laughs) That's good ones. Those are good ones. Favorite Disney park? Magic Kingdom. Hollywood Studios. Studios. Derek, what's your favorite park these days? Still Magic Kingdom. Okay. Yep. I wasn't sure if you switched over to the studios yet or not. Not yet. Some maybe at I the know. studios. The force is strong at the studios. All right. Favorite classic attraction. You define classic. Splash Mountain for me. Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, Pirates of the Caribbean. All right. Favorite modern attraction? Tower of Terror. Uh, Muppets 3D. Who? We've Muppets never had 3D. that. That as classic or modern. Person. So. <laughs> All right, Muppets 3D. I like it. It's still there, holding strong. It yep. didn't get. I, and I enjoy it too. The kids love it. Yep. It's it's a good time. All right. Favorite resort. French Quarter. Contemporary. Hmm. Yeah, both good choices. All right. Favorite counter service restaurant? I like the Roaring Forks at the Wilderness Lodge. Yeah, Yeah, that one is good. That's a hidden gem back in there. Really? For sure. All right. Favorite table service restaurant? Uh, Prior to becoming vegetarian, I loved Ohana's. Oh, and that is still our favorite. That's, that's a, a good choice. Yeah, good choice, but an unfortunate life decision. Um, <laughs> all right, Jenny. Uh, Tony's, Town Tony's Town Square. 
All right. A favorite Disney snack? Dole Whip ice cream. Wow, Doug, you got them. You you got those. Yep, Dole Whip. Dole Whip it is. All right. Uh, favorite Disney drink? Um. Well, we like going to the um the Coke bar, the Disney Springs Coke bar, um, and getting their floats and all that. But um, mostly we just drink regular sodas when we're there, so or water. It works. You know, every now and then while going around World Showcase, you just really need a Diet Coke. Right yeah. there. I, I might have had that. a minor yep. breakdown getting a Diet Coke once. Maybe. Possibly. So excellent choices. All right. And last but not least, Disney bucket list item. We've always wanted to stay at the Polynesian. I haven't done that one yet, but we always go there and walk around and enjoy it. <laughs> Well, of course, that's yeah. where Ohada is, and you can get Dole Whip. Yeah, exactly. We'll see. There you go. That's why we need to stay there. So, Yeah, I'm trying to think of the vegetarian version of Ohana, and it basically is turning into bread and noodles in yeah, my that's head. Like, that's... I do like noodles, but I said I, when we go there, I'm going to have to suspend my vegetarianism. You just have to. It, it's just it's part of the rules. It, it uh, yeah, it requires you to. And that is the, the lightning, lightning round. round. Well, thank you guys so much for being on the show. Uh, you said where they could find the books, but where can people find you? We're on uh, Facebook. You can find us at the Frightening Floyds. Um, we also uh, have our press page, Anubis Press, that does the paranormal. And uh, that's where you can find us right now. We're still in the process of building a website and all that, but... Uh, that's the best places to find us right now. All right. And I think, Doug, you're going to make a Amazon link to their book. So oh, yeah. you can yep, uh, go that. to our website and get a copy there. That way we get like, you know, five cents. Maybe. Sometimes. Maybe a half a half a penny. Something. It depends. It, it varies. But yeah, we'll have a link on the show page and um, add it to the author's page with all the other books that we've had reviewed on the show in the past. So lots of places to find it from www.ropedroppers.com. Ooh, there we go. Nice job, Doug. Thank you. you I've it. been practicing in the mirror That's every good. day. Good. No ghost behind you in the mirror? Well, not focused on that. I'm okay. just looking right you, into you my might, eyes. You might want to you know, wake up tomorrow and thank George that you're still alive. Uh, just, just in case, but I'm not getting on pirates tomorrow. So doesn't matter. What what is he going to do? He's bored. No guests are coming on to the. He's leaving. He's coming to find you now. Oh man, that's scary. <laughs> I mean that that is a serious question. What are the ghosts doing when the parks aren't open? That's a good uh, question. Maybe they're just enjoying, you know, the quietness and not having any people around. Maybe they like seeing us, you know, less than we like seeing them. <laughs> no, I think I think they're like me. They're bored as can be and ready for some extrovert interaction. They may just want to scare some people. Yep, that's that's me. Not nope. Doug. Nope. No, Doug, no. If Doug was a ghost, he'd still be at the Dole Whip eating like Dole. Whip I would somehow. haunt the Dole Whip. He will. Yeah, or Ohana's could be the ghost of Ohana's. 
All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for being on the show. And take a minute, Rope Droppers, look into our show notes, click all those links, give them a follow, check out their book. It is a great read. It's a shorter read. It's 100 and some pages. Uh, So, and especially if you're missing the parks, it's something great just to... We all missing it, Doug. We're all missing it right now. So mm-hmm. definitely just check it out and uh, enjoy it because uh, we're all ready to go back and say hello to George. So thank you guys for being on Rope Drop Radio. Thank you for having us. Yeah. So for the Frightening Floyds and Doug, I'm Derek. We got to get to the Patreon show. And uh, so if you want to be a part of that community, visit that in the show notes. But thank you guys so much for listening to Rope Drop Radio.